But this morning, in many ways, is a special service because, um, by the way, my name is Tim and I'm one of the leaders here. I just thought I'll just, uh, it's because I've got a little saying, introduce yourself, Tim, do it. Um, so I've just turned over my piece of paper and seen it, so I thought, oh, I'd better do that. But my name is Tim. If you do not know me, I am one of the leaders, and I also lead this church. And if you're a visitor this morning, great to have you with us. Uh, come and speak to me afterwards, and I can tell you more about myself and more about this church. Uh, uh, yes, done. One tick done. Well done, Tim. Uh, but this morning is a special Sunday, because uh, this is really the only time in the year where we, we take some time and we look back, but also look forwards uh, into what God has for us. It's called Vision Sundays. See, often we as humans, we have a problem. And this is the problem, right? We get stuck in the today. If we feel good today, we are good and life's great. If we feel rubbish today, life is rubbish. It basically sucks. My life sucks. Because we get stuck in today. But actually, we shouldn't get stuck in today of life. We should look at the whole picture of life, looking where we've come from and where we'll go in, and we won't be so downcast or maybe, in many ways, about to today. And Paul says something very similar in the Bible, and he says this in, chapter, uh, in the book of Philippians, chapter 3. He says this, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what, uh, what, forgetting what lies behind, straying forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And this is what we're doing today. In many ways, we're going to be forgetting what was behind, and we're going to press on towards 2019. And this is what Paul in the Bible encourages us to do, uh, not just as a church, but he would encourage you to do that in your life as well. That you should, at times, forget what goes behind and look forward in your life. But as a church this morning, we are going to be doing it today. So forgetting what lies behind us. See, often we think this means completely forgetting. But I don't know if you've ever experienced it. You can't forget, usually, you can't forget things. You can't. You can't just swipe your memory you know, but what this passage is really saying, it's saying that you, you should remember where you've come from, but not let it determine where you go. This is what it really means, this word forgetting in the Greek. It, rem it doesn't mean completely forget it, but it means that you do remember where you come from, but it doesn't determine where you're, you're going. So for the good things that has happened to us, they were good then, but we want better things this year. For the things that haven't gone so well, you know, we'll learn from them and we'll do more things next year. And then it says to press on towards the goals. And as a church and individuals, we should press on. Ten years was ten years ago. Last year was last year. We don't want to live in yesterday. We want to live in tomorrow, uh, today and tomorrow. So firstly, let's look at 2018 and think about 2018. We're just going to be playing a, a video of a, some pictures of uh, just, to, just to remind you of some memories of 2018. Here we go. Of 2018, and not all of them as well. But I want to start off saying, in many ways, we did it. I don't know if you remember uh, back when we were at the United Reformed Church 
a similar time of year, we shared three main things that we're going to try and achieve uh, for this year. And one of them was to move from the United Reformed Church to a school, and it ended up being uh, this school. One of them was hiring and operations, and we started to employ Vicky's to help us to operate better and to help us on practical things as well. And the other one was taking over the building in Turlingmore and start to build in relationships which we have done as well. So in many ways, the three main aims we announced at 2018, at a similar time of year as this, uh, we did it. We achieved those three main things. But also, we carried on with stuff like Vine Tops. Might have changed location. We carried on Vine Tops, Tea and Toast, Life Groups, Fit Club, Prayer Meeting, the Youth Group started. And then we had many different events there was an Easter egg uh, event at the hub. There was a launch night. There was a light the night at the hub. There was a curry evening, which uh, Bally and uh, others, with Penny and Charmaine, they just did an amazing job of putting on an amazing curry for us all. And then we had uh, a marriage evening. We had an evangelism evening with Daryl Tunnelly. We did the Vine Dine-In. I don't know if you remember that, if you participated. I, I was... Uh, we were very blessed to go around um, Hazel's house, and she put, us, she put on an extraordinary five-course dinner from, from all around the world food. It was amazing. And then we had the five-pound generosity giveaway, where we, get, we encourage people, we give five pounds away to each uh, family, couple, or, or individual, and we encourage you to give away. We heard some great stories from that as well. And we had the, we had the Alpha course at Turley Moore, Alpha course in Ashley Cross as well at the coffee shop. See, we did so many different events and things that have gone on. It's been amazing uh, upon our usual things that we do. But do you know what really excites me about all these ministries, services, and events? And it's the thing they all have in common, and that is people. It's people. It's people because we are connecting with different people. Some people, they already know Jesus. Some people don't yet already know Jesus. But at each event, each service, and each ministry we do, it's, it's happening because people are there. And we've got to be a church about people and telling people about Jesus and encouraging people and praying for people and talking with people. Because it's people that makes it. See, a couple of years ago, we said about our vision is that Jesus changes everything. And we truly believe that, that Jesus changes everything. Every person in this room, uh, if you believe in Jesus, when you came to know Jesus, Jesus changed everything in your life. So it's a journey, but he changed everything. And then when we know Jesus, he carries on changing our lives. We pray to him and we get an answer to a prayer. You know, he heals us. He opens a door. We get that problem at work. He does that. He's changing our lives. And I want to thank you, every single one of you that has connected with people this year. Thank you. Because whether you have spoken or encouraged someone this year, whether you've told someone about Jesus, whether you pray for someone or an event that's going on at church, or you've helped set up a service or an event here, it's all helped us to meet with people. Whether it's setting up an event, whether it's you've gone out and said, oh, how are you doing? Or you've, or you've been at home and you've prayed for a certain service or certain things going on at church or a certain person's life. 
you know, this is all part of a bigger thing that helps us as a church be and meet with people and tell people about Jesus. And it's got to be about people. We have met with people. So in the words of Paul, I want to press on and look forward to 2019. See, vision is so important. The Bible says in Proverbs 29, uh, verse 19, that without vision, the people perish. Without vision, we perish. And we all have vision in our lives this year. You might have not thought about it, but you have vision. You might have booked a holiday. You have vision because you're thinking ahead and thinking, I'm going to go on holiday this year. You might be thinking, I want to get a better job. Or I want to spend more time reading my Bible. Or I want to spend more time with my children. Whatever that looks like, I, most of us would have thought about it, in, maybe not intentionally, that we've got things planned ahead for 2019. We've got vision. But as a church, we want to be intentional about our vision and what, to what God wants us to do. We don't just want to drift. We don't just want to just see what, what happens in many ways. We want to say, God, what do you want to do with us? Because we want to be intentional so we can achieve everything God has for us so that we can meet with more people. That's the goal, to meet and talk to more people and encourage and uh, connect people with Jesus. So this year, as we spent time praying and seeking God, We've had God lead us to this scripture, and this scripture is from Isaiah 54, verse 2 and 3. And we're going to read it together. It says this, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right, to the right, to the left. Get that right. Your descendants will dispose dispossess. Thank you very much. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Enlarge the place of your tent. See, what is the context of this verse? Well, right at the beginning of this chapter, it says, O barren one. And the writer isn't talking about a lady who's barren, but it's actually talking about the people of Israel. And Israel is likened to a barren woman who experiences the shame of childlessness and knows full well that the void it brings in her life. But the Lord promises the day of gladness lie ahead and her tents will be expanded to accommodate the children who she shall uh, give birth to. See, the Babylon exile and the captivity meant more oppression for Israel. It meant more shame and disgrace and humiliation. But God promises a glorious release from exile and captivity. See, the curse and shame and the barrenness of Israel would be completely broken and they and she uh, and Israel would be fruitful. See, this was a particular comfort to them because in many ways they were small in number and weak. And God was saying, there's going to be a time where you, uh, as you do these things, your barrenness 
will break. That's what he's saying to the people of Israel. And you will be fruitful and you will expand and you will grow and you will multiply. See, the writer uses this image of a tent to demonstrate what is going to happen to Israel. And this is, in many ways, what a tent would have looked like in the days that this was written. And he uses three main things to say how they're going to enlarge. See, the, the writer starts off, he says, enlarge. But how are we going to enlarge? Well, the way you enlarge a tent, he says, firstly, you're going to stretch out. You're going to stretch your tent curtains wide and do not hold back. And then he says, you're going you're to lengthen your cords. And then you're going to strengthen your stakes. So how are we going to meet more people and influence more people for the good and impact them with the gospel of Jesus Christ? We feel these three things are going to help us to enlarge. That we're going to stretch out, lengthen, and strengthen. And uh, the other elders are going to help me as we just explain under each one of these headings what it's going to look like for 2019. So Pete's going to come up first and share stretch out. Tim. <clears throat> so, stretching out. As, as Tim said, you know, we took over the hub in Turley Moor um, a year ago. And as we've seen over the past year, we've had lots of success in connecting with, with other Christians uh, in Turley Moor and reaching out to the community there. And um, in particular, I'd like to thank Alan Jane for taking on the sort of the the spearhead of that and, and for building relationships. Um, and I'm really pleased that Alan and Jane are going to continue as sort of um, as the, lead, the overall leaders of all our activities in Turling Moor um, going forward through 2019. And in 2019, we want to stretch out the ministry that we have in Turling Moor. Um, we're going to have several different things going on. Um, one, the tea and toast ministry that Eddie and Sue have been faithfully uh, leading for two years now, I think. More than two years, yeah. Um, so Eddie and Sue are really faithful in, in leading that ministry and it's proving fruitful and the relationships are building and they're going to continue doing that on weekday mornings. And in fact, they're not just going to continue doing it, they're going to stretch what we're doing and they're going to move it to three mornings a week. So. Tea and Toast is going to be on Mondays and Tuesdays and Thursdays every, uh, every week in term times at the Hub. Um, and then we had an Alpha course in the autumn uh, in Turley Moor that went really, really well. In fact, one lady in that group has made a commitment to Christ so far, which is really, really great. And the group want to continue. And we are going to continue with a Bible study group um, to help that group and others who are seeking to know more about Jesus uh, to study the Bible and to find for themselves. And Alan and Jane are going to lead that weekly Bible study um, based at the Hub. And then the third, the third ministry we're going to start in this stretching out is that Alison is going to start a, uh, a new activity, Coffee and Chat, Saturday afternoons, twice a month, 
uh, to start with, see what develops, see how it goes, um, see who, who, you know, who comes and, and, and build it, you know, but actually as another way of reaching out to the community with the message of Jesus. Um, and we will develop that depending on, you know, who, who gets involved and how it, how it works out. Uh, but that will be Saturday afternoons, uh, twice a month. Um, and then there's the actual, you know, the building of the hub itself. So we, we've taken over the building. We haven't, we haven't changed the, the facilities there um, except to put our, you know, the chain, we've changed the logo over the shop front. Um, but we haven't done anything in the inside particularly. Um, and it's, it's in need of, of updating and um, modernizing and, and making into a, a more welcoming place. So we are going to be investing in the building, or at least the, you know, the interior. You know, we, we're renting that space. We're going to be investing in the, the furnishings and the fittings um, over the course of the year. Um, and we're, we're in the, the planning stages for that now, um, and we need to decide you know, precisely how we want it to look and what we need there and what we don't need there. But you'll, you'll see changes during the course of this year. Um, and then finally, we're all go also going to stretch out by um, employing a new member of staff for the Vine Church, uh, with a main focus on Turlin Moor, because in... Uh, in our work with the community there, we've seen there's a, there's a big need to take the good news of Jesus to the young people in that community. There's always young people about, there's, there's, you know, they're, you know they're, they're there, they're everywhere, they're in and out of the hub even when you don't want them to be, you know? And <laughs> you know, it's actually, there's a crying need for connection there. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're going to employ part-time a youth pastor for the Vine um, mainly focused on reaching out to the young people in Turlin Moor, um, but not, not exclusively, because this, the new employee will be um, wholly a part of the Vine Church, um, and they will also take leadership um, of our other activities for youth work, um, for example, the, you know, the, the work that Dave and Emma have, have started so well. Um, and the, the job advert should be, I hope, live on the website today, if everything is going well, um, and applications are open for that post. Um, so have a look at the website or talk to, to me or to Tim or one of the other elders if, uh, if you're interested. Um, and then just to conclude what I want to say, in talking about stretching out in Turley Moor, we, we are looking to do more, we're looking to do, uh, to reach more people, but all of us can be involved. Um, there's, a, there's a sort of a core team of people that are actively working with, with the existing ministries that we have um, and, and praying, but we'd be very keen to hear from any one of you um, who would like to join in. Um, we're especially looking for additional volunteers to help with tea and toast, uh, as I said, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday mornings, and with the coffee and chat, Saturday afternoons. So if you would like to uh, be more involved in volunteering for those things or in anything else or in praying, you know, please come and talk to me or to Alan Jane. Um, thank you very much. I'm gonna hand over to James. Yes.
Okay, so a part of the vision is to strengthen, and um, that is related to uh, strengthening the stakes in the ground, the things that hold everything up. Okay, this is very important, and you guys and me and everyone here are the stakes in the ground, and we want to strengthen the church. We want to strengthen this family. So there's a lot of work to be done in that. First of all, I mentioned there will be um, three big events coming up. It's so good to see those photos early and to be encouraged by all those things that you might have been involved in and good times. Um, and coming up in this year, we are going to have Mission Sunday on the 10th of February. We're going to have Church Day Out on the 29th of June. And we're going to have another social event on the 28th of September. And it's, all, it's good to have these events that we can remember and celebrate and sharing. But of course, there are more aspects to the Christian life. And there are some tough times, difficult situations that we all face. These are times where you don't normally get the camera out and have your thumbs up and all that sort of stuff. And that's important to remember. So some of these areas where there is a lot of work to do involve things like pastoral care. So you may be aware that I oversee Penny, and uh, we are developing pastoral care for the church, and uh, there's, there's going to be great impact of that as we go into the next year. But I also want to take the opportunity uh, to officially um, recognize. I have asked Alison Butler to lead our prayer ministry, and uh, we will be working together, the three of us, Penny, Alison, and myself, and developing these areas which are so important to strengthening us as a church. Um, I would encourage all of you to get involved in these different areas. And um, that if uh, there are ways that you can see that uh, pastoral care may be required or prayer, you know, that to, to meet with us and to talk with us and to uh, share ideas. So this is strengthening the church, and um, it's very important. And uh, thank you. Right, shall I hand over to, to Paul? Here comes Paul. Should have sat closer. Would have made a neater hand over. Okay, right. So um, the third area we're looking at is lengthening. Um, and just as Jamie said that, you know, strengthening the stakes, they're the bits in the ground that provide the strength. The cords, like when you link the cords or the bit that go out outside the tent, if you've ever been camping and you've had to go out at night and you have to weave your way back through other tents in the nighttime, the cords are the dangerous bit. They're the bits, you, you can see where a big tent is. What you don't see is the ropes that are going out to trip you up that can go out a long way further than the tent. And, you know, we as a church, our main focus, obviously, as we've been talking about this morning is on the people that we're involved with. It's you, it's your friends, it's your family, it's the people that live around this area, it's the people that live in Turley and Moor when we're reaching out as well. But the thing is, we can get very focused, very insular on just focusing on those things. You know, I'm, I was, um, I was in laying in bed. Well, actually, no, I was having my, my prayer time a couple of mornings ago, and I found myself praying for a TV remote control to be fixed. And it wasn't my TV remote control, it was somebody else's. But, you know, but, and I just thought, how 
petty. How small is my vision of God? How small is my vision of what matters in life? And yet, as a church, we want to expand our vision. You know, we are part of God building his kingdom. We are part of the global church militant striving forward into the darkness, claiming souls, building God's kingdom on earth, ready for his soon return when he will put all things under his feet. And so to try and lift our eyes a bit, we want to lengthen our cords right across the world and start looking at other places, other things that are going on, that are in places for most of us we don't know, we don't understand, we don't feel, but that doesn't mean that God is not there and that we're not part of what's going on. And because the world is a big place, if we focused on the world, that might take up a lot more of our time. So we're going to be a bit more specific. And we, just, and we thought, what have we got in our hand? You know, God said that. You know, what have you got? Moses and Aaron, they're thinking, you know, what, 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 what can you say? God said, what have you got in your hand? And what we've got in our hand is we have relationships already with the country of Sri Lanka. We have Bali, who comes from Sri Lanka and still has contacts over there. Penny spent many years living and working in Sri Lanka, and she's got contact over there. Some of us, we sponsor children in Sri Lanka at the moment. You know, We at home, we've got pictures up on our wall of children that we have a connection with. But we want to build bigger connections, and we want all of us to have some connection with Sri Lanka. Now, that's going to mean that some, maybe sometimes we're going to be talking and praying about Sri Lanka in our prayer meetings because, you know, nothing happens in God without prayer. God acts sovereignly, but actually what God wants is his church on its knees, caring about things and praying and bringing them to him, becoming part of it. And to help us with that, we're going to be trying to build more connections in Sri Lanka with people over there, with churches over there. So we can find out more about what's happening. So we can pray more into those areas, both at our church prayer meetings, but also individually when we're at home. Because God listens as much when you're on your knees in your room at home as he does when we're all gathered together crying out to him. And to further those relationships as well, we would like this year to send a group of people over to Sri Lanka to actually go over there to see the people, to meet them. Because actually, you know, I don't know about you, but I get, I get lots of prayer diaries and things through. And sometimes I remember to, to, to think about them and pray about them if I'm having a good day. But actually, the vast majority of the time I completely forget and I'm just praying about things like the remote control and stuff like that. Um, so, but actually, if you've met people, if you've been to a place, if you know what it looks like, if you know what that person's face looks like, then they matter to you a lot more than if it's just words on a piece of paper. So we want to have a team of people going out to Sri Lanka this year to help build relationships, to get to know the place and the people. And you know, maybe for some of you, instantly when I say that, your, your heart leaps. You're like, yeah. I really want to do that. And for some of you, you're probably really scared about that. I would ask everybody to pray and say, Lord, do you want me to do this? Do you want to stretch me and lengthen my cords to take me to somewhere that I 
I wouldn't want to go. Though everyone I know who's been to Sri Lanka says it's one of the most amazing places in the world. I don't think I've met anybody who I know who's been to Sri Lanka who doesn't want to go back there if they could. So I've never been there myself. But, um, but you know, so pray about that. Ask God if that's for you. But if it's not, don't, don't discount that. Because we're not actually expecting everybody in the church to go over to Sri Lanka this year. But it doesn't mean you can't get involved in supporting those people. It doesn't mean you can't get involved in praying for Sri Lanka, learning a bit more about it, getting to know it. Because we want to have a big vision, because we are part of a big kingdom built by a massive God. And we all want to be involved in that in some way or another. Lots of energy there with Paul, wasn't there? Goodness me, yeah. Could you absorb some of that? (laughs) Okay, I've just come up really just to say, uh, just have a look at those words a minute. Stretch out, lengthen, and strengthen. And does it remind you of anything when we've uh, heard about the things that we're thinking about there? Because I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of this scripture. Three ways in uh, which this is going to be worked out. And it says this. This is Jesus when he talks to us in the final part before he goes back to heaven. He says this, he says, It's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, uh, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, we're all choosing at the moment, aren't we, to live in Paul. So how we outwork our vision starts in Paul. Paul is our Jerusalem. Turling Moor may be our Samaria. And Sri Lanka is our uttermost part of the earth. And so we're commanded by Jesus to do all those things. But, uh, you know, when you hear things like this, it's very difficult, isn't it, to engage sometimes? Because you might think, oh, well, the elders have been away and it's their vision and they've done this and they've done that and they're saying this. And actually, I don't feel it. I don't get it. And so I would just encourage you, what, what can you do? What can we do as a church together to get ourselves excited? You know what? The first thing that we need to do is pray. And Paul said very, very uh, clearly that you know, nothing great was ever achieved unless it was first birthed in prayer. And, uh, you know, at the current uh, last prayer meeting, we had nine people, guys, nine people. And uh, that says something about the heart of a church Because when the prayer meeting is full, then we know that the church is ready to do something and God is going to work. And I just want to encourage you to really, really think about prayer. We've got a prayer uh, week coming up uh, shortly at the end of January. So important that we we get to pray. What should we pray for? We pray uh, that we will all strengthen our faith and relationship with God this year. Where are we? Where are we? You know what? Every January... I, I do start to write things down. I don't know about you. I, I've got a little journal, and I start to write some of the things down. And sometimes about January the 5th, the things get less and less, and I don't write stuff anymore. But, you know, I've been writing stuff down and making sure that I keep it close to my heart and think, you know what? God is telling me this, so what should I be doing with this information that I've been given? So I would just pray that we will all think about our individual faith this year? What are we doing? What are we doing with our own faith? What time are we spending ourselves with God? Do you know what else I think is really important this year as well? Uh, Jesus said about 
we will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. You know, we're not going to achieve any of this unless the Holy Spirit is with us. And I just pray for every single one of us here for an infilling in the Holy Spirit, but not just an infilling, but a true belief in the power of the Holy Spirit to transform us. Because when the Holy Spirit transforms us, when we speak to others, we will transform them because the power of God is with us. So pray uh, for an infilling, a fresh infilling. If you're dry, and I know there's lots of people who are dry. I'm sometimes dry too. But you know, Jesus says, draw near to him and he will draw near uh, to us. I also want us to pray that God will guide us in lengthening our reach in relationships we build in Sri Lanka uh, and in Turlin Moor. Pray that in our stretching out in Turlin Moor that um, we will build even better relationships. But, you know, Pete said earlier, it's interesting, when we have elders meetings there, but we, we normally share our elders meetings with three or four young people that um, uh, we, it's got so bad that we have to lock the door sometimes to stop them coming in, which is great, isn't it? <laughs> it's great. We love engaging with people because these are, these are people that will just come and talk to you. They'll just come and talk to you. And therefore, it's a harvest. So look, I want to encourage us all just to pray about the relationships that we are gaining, uh, not just in Turley Moor, but in Sri Lanka, uh, and that the gospel is preached and we do our job uh, properly. Also, get involved. We've got a, a, a website or a, an email which is called vision at Vine Church Paul. And that um, email address is for you to write your ideas and or something that comes from your heart to say, you know, uh, I, I would really love God to, to do this. This is on my heart. Could you uh, pursue this? But can I say to you, if you're going to write something, be prepared to be involved in it. Because there's nothing worse, is there, than people uh, writing something down and then saying, okay, over to you guys. Okay, uh, it's very easy to give a great idea, but then not want to get involved in actually bringing that to pass. So the challenge will come straight back to you. Okay, so it's your idea. So what are you going to be doing about that idea then? So that might make the ideas a few less possibly than there was before. But uh, we just encourage you. Uh, vine, at, uh, sorry, vision at vinechurchpool.com. And also, we want to get this guy, a bit of a buzz going. And, you know, sometimes it gets a bit dry, doesn't it? We want you to talk to each other and encourage one another. When some, you know, uh, Karen, you did that this morning when um, Fiona came in. She just came up to Fiona, put her arms around her and said, didn't Fiona do a great job yesterday in running the, the ladies' group? We need a bit more of that, folks, don't we? A little bit more encouragement, a little bit more enthusiasm, a little bit more uh, talking and, uh, and seeing things uh, going through with encouragement and joy and enthusiasm. I'm going to pass back to uh, Tim. Fantastic. Thank you, Dave. Um, so strengthening, lengthen, and stretch out. See, the passage uh, from Isaiah 54, it goes on to say this. Do not be afraid. For you will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth. And remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. For your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He has called you the God of all the earth. What stops us doing more 
in life? What stops you doing more in your life, whether that is jumping out of a plane, whether that is uh, doing things for God, whatever that looks like, what stops us is often being afraid. It's fear. It's the fear of being humiliated. It's fear of feeling not good enough. It's the fear of it doesn't work out as I wish. It's been the fear of uh, that I was hoping that we would get 7,000 people. We got 700 people. It's the fear of not getting enough or something like that. But, uh, but the passage says you do not need to be afraid. It was the God's promise to Israel, but it's also the promise to us as we stretch out and make faith steps in more as we lengthen our calls to Sri Lanka, as we strengthen uh, our stakes here, we shouldn't be afraid. We should have a vision that is bigger than us, bigger than what we can achieve, but only God can achieve it. Because if, if we can achieve what we, this year, it's a pretty prophetic vision, really. You have to have a vision that says, actually, God, only God can do it through us. So I just want to encourage you in this vision. You might be thinking, well, you know, sounds like we're doing a lot more over at the hub. We're going to employ someone now. It's a lot going on over there. Oh, Sri Lanka, how's that going to work out? You know, do I have to be part of that? Oh, I don't want to be part of that. Or maybe lengthen your stakes. Maybe think, oh, we're going to, you know, what does that mean for me? You know, I would encourage you to not be afraid. Not be afraid. You will, God says you will not be humiliated. You will not be put to shame because I am the God, the one who has called you to this. So go out in faith. God wants us to enlarge. He doesn't want us to limit him to our natural expectations. He doesn't want us to limit him to last year. Oh, last year we got, you know, we rented the hub. That was last year. This year we're doing more. Uh, last year, well, we, 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 we talked a little about Sri Lanka. Funny enough, we did a curry evening about Sri Lanka. Well, we ate some food on Sri Lanka. Now let's eat some food in Sri Lanka. You know what I mean? You know, last year, oh, you know, we, we said a few things to people at church. No, we want to strengthen you. We want to invest in you this year. Imagine this. Imagine you do not know Jesus. And someone from our church starts talking to you and getting to know you. Imagine you had a really difficult week. It's been a really hard week. And you come into church on a Sunday morning and someone starts to talk to you and encourage you. Imagine you've never been to church before and you come to an event and you meet some great friendly people. Imagine the only time you receive prayer this week is whether you go to a life group or a Sunday morning service. Maybe you don't have to imagine, because that's been you. Maybe before you knew Jesus, a Christian came to talk to you. Maybe you had a difficult or hard week, and you came to church on a Sunday, and someone encouraged you. Maybe before you knew Jesus, you came to an event, and you met some welcoming people. Maybe you have been encouraged and received prayer at Life Group on a Sunday morning service. Just maybe. I know that I have received those. And this year, we want to stretch out and lengthen and strengthen because those imagines are the real things of life. We get hard and difficult weeks. And this is why, this is why one of the reasons why we meet on a Sunday to encourage 
each other. We want to tell people about Jesus. We want to meet new people, events and services and things that we do. We want to stretch out, lengthen and strengthen. Why? This is what I want to end with. Why? Because we are about Jesus and people. And that's what we'll always be about. Connecting with people, encouraging them, telling them about Jesus, helping them on the journey. And for me, you know, I'm someone who leads this church, and I find it a privilege to play a part in people's faith journey. Honestly do. I find it a privilege to play a part in your faith journey. You know, I sometimes go home, sometimes, uh, and say to myself, no, I always go home. I mean, this bit sometimes stays to myself. I sometimes say to myself, I am gobsmacked that, you know, a group of people would come here and listen to me. I am gobsmacked. Trust me, that's, that's, pretty, that's a bit honor. That's a bit honor. I hope you come back tomorrow, next week. I really do. <laughs> if it's just me and Becky next week, you know what went wrong. But, <laughs> Becky, please come. Um, and, but... It's an honor for each one of us at different, in different ways, in different parts, whether that's here or in Life Group, in Turley Moor, in Sri Lanka. It's an honor to be able to, be, uh, to play a part in someone else's journey of life, whether that's an encouragement, a prayer, or taking someone that they, uh, to, know Jesus for the, uh, to know Jesus in their life. It's an honor. And that's about this year. It's about people, and it's always about people connecting with Jesus. So uh, we're going to sing a song in a moment. But I just want to spend the next few minutes to get us up and to pray for a few different things. And we're just going to move around the uh, room for this. So what we've done is we've created some signs. So what can you see this says? Shrempfen. Oh, they do work. So Jamie's going to take this one. Hold it by its big thingy. And he's going to stand over there. And then we've got another one. What does this say? Stretch out. Great. So this was Peter. Oh, that's it. That's great. And he's going to go somewhere. And then lastly, if this has worked, come on, guys, you can guess. You can guess what it's going to be. Lengthen. So literally, we're going to spend just like two to three minutes and just give you an opportunity to go around each one and just pray. Like, do you know what Dave said in terms of pray, we would strengthen our homes, we would our states, uh, stretch out uh, and lengthen. If you don't want to go around, that's absolutely fine. You can stay seated, but I just encourage you to think and pray. I would encourage you to go out or you can just stay seated and literally for like three minutes and we're going to come back and sing our last song. So let's get up. And go around and just pray for each one of these for this year.